Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. In professional wrestling, getting buried for your own mistake is often bad enough, but when it's not your fault and the boss still sees red? <sighs> oh brother. I'm Andy from What Culture Wrestling, and here are 10 wrestlers who got buried for somebody else screwing up. Number 10. Mike Awesome When you're as ridiculous and spectacular an athlete as Mike Awesome, who was a legitimate 6 foot 6 and 300 pounds but still one of the most agile wrestlers in the game, then getting saddled with dumb gimmicks like the fat chick Brilla and... That 70s guy is probably going to be a little frustrating. Given these awful gimmicks in WCW, Awesome believed that this was a consequence of being a distant relative to one Hulk Hogan, who was his cousin's uncle. Hogan had fallen afoul of WCW brass after Bash at the Beach and that main event fiasco, after which he actually sued Vince Russo and Time Warner for defamation of character after a work shoot gone wrong. So, were these awful gimmicks punishment booking for Big Terry's big transgressions? Maybe, or maybe not. Either way, poor Mike. Those characters really sucked. Number 9. Mohamed Hassan At one point, Mohamed Hassan was actually penciled in to beat Batista for the World Heavyweight Championship in Washington, D.C. Before that could happen, however, he saw his character turned into an insensitive terrorist caricature when he summoned a group of men in masks to garrote The Undertaker with wire on the very same week that the London terrorist bombings happened. This awful, awful situation led to the wholesale demise of Hassan's character, and he was written off TV soon after, never to return. The situation was so bad it made Hassan leave the wrestling business entirely, and at the end of it, he really shouldn't shoulder any of the blame. Yes, this was a terrible, insensitive character, but he was only doing what creative asked of him, and if they hadn't made him do this in the first place then, hey, maybe he'd still be wrestling today, hopefully under a different character though, because this whole deal was not good. Number 8. 
The Forgotten Sons. Spare a thought for Steve Cutler and Wesley Blake, who were removed from SmackDown in mid-2020 because their stablemate Jackson Riker posted a really dumb tweet capitalizing on heightened racial tensions in the United States to get a wrestling catchphrase over. It was one of the most boneheaded things a WWE wrestler has ever done on social media. Blake and Cutler distanced themselves from Riker to their credit, but they were also taken off SmackDown by association, not returning until later in the year when Baron Corbin recruited them as his Knights of the Lone Wolf. Now, Cutler is out of the company entirely after breaking pandemic protocols, and Blake, being punished again for something that wasn't his mistake, is nowhere to be seen. Number 7. Matt Hardy a pretty simple one, this. When Matt Hardy discovered his girlfriend Lita was having an affair behind his back with Edge, who he thought was his friend, WWE didn't fire either of the offending parties but young Matthew, who was still off TV recovering from a serious knee injury. So Edge not only took Matt's partner away from him, but for a while, he took his WWE career away from him as well. WWE went for Edge over Hardy as the more marketable wrestler, capitalizing on the immense real-life he Heat to create a main event monster. Now, Hardy eventually returned to WWE to feud with Edge, taking advantage of the residual heat, but fast forward past that and into 2021 and, well, one of them's an 11-time WWE Champion. It's safe to say that as far as success goes in terms of accolades, it's a pretty lopsided equation here. Poor Matt Hardy. Number 6. James Dick Back in the good old days of yore in 2005, when phallically named tag teams were all the rage, Chad and James Dick comprised, well, the Dicks, and they were wrestling primarily on WWE SmackDown. Things were going pretty well for these two wandering wallopers until problems arose backstage. Poor old Chad was getting ribbed, bullied, or whatever you want to call it, by JBL, Chris Benoit, and The Undertaker. Now, rather than laughing this off or no-selling it or just absorbing it, Chad got all kinds of upset about the treatment he was receiving, as was his right, and James, by association, got a lot of the residual heat when Chad decided he wasn't going to take it, and he had a few outbursts. This pissed James off, even though, you know, confronting the actual ribbing would have probably been the nobler endeavour, and the two dicks even got into a backstage scrap over the whole deal. This was so bad that James actually needed stitches in his hand, and WWE subsequently lost all faith in the Helmet Twins, releasing them after a quick squash loss to the Boogeyman of all people. Number 5. Sean O'Hare The devil's advocate gimmick that Sean O'Hare was working from 2003 definitely belongs in the what could have been category. It looked like the ex-WCW super athlete was really onto something with an intoxicating new character and Roddy Piper as his manager. But it turns out that old Hot Rod was his undoing. On HBO, Roddy ended up making a comment that WWE didn't like about the rate of death amongst wrestlers under the age of 45. WWE binned him off. They got rid of him almost straight away and O'Hare, well, he was forgotten about, screwing around on Velocity before eventually being released from his contract entirely. Sean ended up retiring in 2006 and in 2014 he tragically passed away, his massive potential unfulfilled. Number 4 William Regal 
tasked with putting Bill Goldberg's green arse over in February 1998, William Regal was told he could have a competitive match with the dominant Baldo, with WCW brass hoping this would instill some in-ring knowledge and guidance on the talented but unseasoned rookie. Regal was told that he had six minutes. The trouble was, Goldberg barely broke the two-minute mark at this point, so when Regal wrestled beyond that, it looked like he was stiff uncoordinated, awkward and clunky with his opponent. And Goldberg later on actually accused Regal of stiffing him, which Regal disputed. But after coming back through the curtain, Regal was set upon by a raging Eric Bischoff, who then proceeded to book him on a losing streak, before using all of this as part of the reason for letting him go from the company a few months later. Number 3. Triple H when Razor Ramon, Shawn Michaels, Diesel and Triple H broke rank with the infamous curtain call incident, hugging together in the middle of the ring with flagrant disregard for kayfabe, poor old Triple H was left to take all of the blame, even though it was technically Shawn and Kevin's idea. The problem for Hunter was that, well, Hall and Nash were on their way to WCW and HBK was HBK, Vince McMahon was never going to punish him. Triple H, however, was at that time expendable. So a raging Vince accelerated the downcycling that had already begun with the Ultimate Warrior hilariously squashing him at WrestleMania. This continued for months longer than it perhaps would have as Triple H fully absorbed the punishment of four men. Number 2 EC3. There are a lot of things that you or I could point to as the reason for EC3 not working out in WWE for a second time, leading to his big release in April 2020. But if you ask John Moxley, much of it was down to their failed feud shortly before the former Dean Ambrose bounced out himself in 2019. WWE attempted to book EC3 as the babyface against a heel Ambrose, going so far as to give the one percenter a quick win over the former WWE champion on Raw. The problem was that even though Mox was supposed to be the heel, in his own words, he was the biggest babyface on the house show loop at the time and as a result, EC3 couldn't draw a cheer to save his life. So when the feud failed, EC3 was immediately cycled down the card, becoming no more than a 24-7 title jobber where once it looked like he was on the path to glory. Number 1. Daniel Pewter The name Daniel Pewter will always be synonymous with one moment in pro wrestling history. That fateful November 2004 episode of Smackdown, when he essentially locked Kurt Angle in a shoot submission, embarrassing the former Olympic gold medalist in a tough enough contest that was originally designed to show Angle putting rookies through their paces. One person was supposed to be getting embarrassed here, it was the opponent, not Kurt. When Pewter, a legitimate fighter, stepped up, he quickly put Kurt in a Kimura, humiliating Angle by coming dangerously close to breaking the arm until the bout was called off in Kurt's favour. This was effectively the death knell for Pewter's WWE career. Continuously tested by other wrestlers for making one of their own look silly, his only other televised match was the 2005 Royal Rumble, in which Eddie Guerrero, Chris Benoit and Hardcore Holly beat the holy hell out of him, making Pewter look like a joke. Soon, Daniel was on the train back to OVW, and then he bounced out of the company entirely. But maybe WWE shouldn't have put a legit shooter in there with Angle in the first place, or, I don't know, told him it was a work and he was supposed to lose? Ah, oh, Daniel, you poor bugger. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.